Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's topic, never step out of the middle. Here we go. Okay, so let's finally get to this. This happens all the time. Your boss comes up to you and wants to have a conversation with your direct directly. They want to skip you. Yeah, <laughs> sure. So what do you do? Tell me about that. Because there's some, there's some, it seems to me there's some dangers inherent in that particular thing happening. Yeah. Now, now we've already done a cast called, what do you do when your boss skips you? But that's based on your boss already having talked to your direct. This cast, which I've gotten this question like 20 times and I didn't think it was that big a deal, but I finally realized, you know, the old green tail story. If somebody tells me I have a green tail, one person, they're an idiot. If two people tell me I have a green tail, it's a conspiracy. If seven people tell me I have a green tail, I turn around and look. And when 20 people finally ask, okay, fine, I get the whole, here's what you do if your boss skips you. What do I do if my boss asks for time with my directs? Because it seems to me that you're saying, Mark, it's a manager tools is saying, it's okay to let my boss talk to the direct. And the, my answer is, it is okay, but you don't do it willingly, right? You don't simply step out of the way. You just don't lay down and please walk over me on, as a bloody carpet on the way to my direct. Right. So, so if your boss suggests he or she is going to talk to one of your directs directly, you intercede. You say no. You say you'll have the conversation. Always tell your boss you'll have the conversation. If you are overruled, no, 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 I want to do it, ask to sit in. Okay? And the reason for this are really pretty simple. You know your direct better. Okay? You have to manage the results of anything that comes out of the meeting. Your boss is not going to. What do you mean? Your, bo- your boss isn't responsible for the results of the conversation? <laughs> yeah, you're really? So, Seriously? You're so funny. You are so funny today. It must be Friday afternoon. Also, you can't rely on somebody briefing fully out of this thing. You're going to ask your boss after the fact if you're not there. It was said, oh, we just talked to him. Blah, 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 blah. And the direct's like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Right? You need to know what happened because you're going to have to manage it. And then lastly... There is a case to be made that, hey, don't I want my directs, particularly if he or she's a good direct, to have visibility with my boss? And the answer is yes, you do, but there'll be plenty other chances for visibility, and this particular situation doesn't reduce it. Okay. All right. So the, f- the first point is, if you look, if your boss suggests he wants to have a, a conversation directly with your direct, tell him you'll do it, even yeah. if it's uncomfortable news, even if it's bad news, even if it's you know a difficult conversation. You want to have the conversation. Yeah. And, and actually, I think, dude, most people would say, what if it's good news, right? Why would, I, you know, maybe my boss wants to deliver the good news directly. Now, I want to be clear about something. I know some of you are listening and saying, well, look, if my boss wants to talk to my directs, I can't get in the way. You're right. Ultimately, if your boss wants to have a private conversation with your direct, he or she is going to. And you're not going to be there. And that's fine. That happens. It does. That's why we have a cast about what to do if your boss skips you. Okay. Um, although in that case, in this case, you will have known he asked or she asked. And so therefore, you'll be able to go talk to your direct immediately afterwards and say, hey, tell me what's up. Just give me an update. Yeah. Look, look at lucky you. Your boss asked you. You have a chance to influence. Exactly. Them, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, but what some people will say, and I think it's smart. It, it, the smart money is on some of you in the audience right now saying, Okay, but doesn't it look scary protective? Like, for instance, I don't want you skipping me. I'm worried that you might have a conversation. It might if you thought your goal was to prohibit your boss from talking to your direct. And it is not. It is not. What this cast says is never step willingly out of the middle. But 
you cannot insist on anything with your boss unless it's an ethical issue or something like that. So what we're suggesting here is that the first step in your boss talking to your rect is you saying, no, I got it. And the second step is saying, hey, can I sit in? And the third step is, dude, no problem. If your boss says, no, I'll talk to him. And say, well, okay, I'll sit in. I just, you know, if it's going to be about stuff going forward, I want to know what's going on. If your boss says, dude, let it go. And you'll say, oh, okay, fine. And in every single one of these instances, you will not fall on your sword. We're not telling you to fall on your sword. You absolutely, guys, should not have in your mind that your goal is to prohibit your boss to talking uh, from talking with your direct, okay? It, that's not your goal is to prohibit it. Your goal is to minimize the negativity that comes out of a good or bad conversation. And the way you do that is you first say, I'll have the conversation, okay? The goal is to prohibit the negativity, to reduce the negativity. It's not that you can stand on your, fall on your sword and say, you cannot talk to my direct. If you act as if your goal is to try to prohibit your boss from talking to your direct, your boss will feel that. It will come across as weak, as you're trying to cover things up, and that's bad. So we want your mindset to be, if my boss really wants my direct, talk to my direct, I'm good, no problem. However, if I want to help my boss and my direct, it'd be better for me to have the conversation because I know my boss better than my direct and I know my direct better than my boss. So the purpose of this is to say you should facilitate a good outcome of the conversation by having it yourself. But if you can't, if if you're not able to insist on that, say, okay, no worries, boss, go for it. And you, when you roll over, just do so with a huge smile on your face. So, yeah, I just wanted to help. No worries. I'll go. Right. And, and the whole key here is I hope people have picked up on it. But let's be really clear. Our guidance here is not to protect you, the manager. It's to protect the direct, right? And the direct's performance and your ability to manage the performance of your direct. It's not about saving yourself embarrassment about this particular issue, Right. Yeah, exactly. And if you know, if you know in your heart, I'm not going to get in the way that if my boss wants to talk to him, he or she can, then you're not going to be perceived as having a tone of I'm going to protect my direct. The first tone, in fact, what we say is always tell your boss you'll have the conversation. If your boss suggests he wants to talk directly to direct, tell him you'll do it. Just say, I got it. No worries, boss. Okay. Let me just tell me what you want. I'll get it to him. That's just you trying to facilitate your boss not having to set something up or your direct not having to come to your boss's office. Right. And you say it properly. It's going to, it's going to appear to your boss because to yeah. it's true that you're saving your boss trouble. It's, it's exactly you alleviating your boss of the burden of having the conversation. Yeah. If you say to if you were to say, why don't you let me have that conversation? Then your boss is going to be like, what? I'm an idiot and you're a God when it comes to communicating yeah. or what are you trying to hide? What's the issue, right? Whereas if you say, if your boss says, hey, have Claire stop by sometime today. I want to talk to her about our response to last week's outage. The easy response here from most managers, sure. And then worry like, what the hell is my boss going to be talking to my direct about? But that's not smart to roll over for all kinds of reasons. And again, it's not that we're against our boss talking to our directs. It's a, we're against bad things happening relative to our ability to manage and our direct being unprepared for a meeting with our boss, whom he doesn't maybe not know that well, a bad thing coming out of the conversation, okay? And again, if our boss insists, we're going to agree, but but not at first. So a response might sound, hey, no worries, boss. If you'll let me know what you want, 
I'll have her prep something for you. What points do you want her to cover? Okay. Now, in that case, the boss is asking for information from the direct. And so you say, well, why don't you just let me prepare something? have her prepare something for you, and she can send it and send it through me, and I'll give it to you, right? Now, yeah, you're right. We'll talk more about reducing direct's exposures to the boss. But if the person is weak, then you do want to reduce their exposure to the boss. And if they're strong, trust me, you're doing your direct a favor by saying, let me have them prepare something so your direct is not caught off guard. I'll tell you, there's some directs, there's some managers who will say, have this direct come see me. And when you say, what's it about? They say, oh, I'll talk to them then. And now you're throwing your direct under the oh, boss, yeah. right? That's not good. And so now some of you would say, I know now some of you also would say, well, sometimes my boss does. Well, that's an indictment of your relationship with your boss. Okay. And you need to start working on that. Here's another example. The boss says, hey, I'd like to talk to Ian about all the work being done on the new product line. Would you have him schedule some time with me? And the correct answer to that is, I'd be happy to, but before we do that, why don't you just tell me what you need and I'll go talk to him for you. Just like that. Very casual. I'm trying to save you some trouble. Now, in about 30% of the cases, not 80% guys, but about 30% of the time, the boss will will overrule you and will say, no, I really want to hear from him directly. I, I got questions. I don't want to think about it. I haven't thought of the questions yet. Okay. You've lost that minor yeah. skirmish there. And too. it's okay. And again, I want to make the point. It's okay to lose. It's not okay to not stand up. There you go. Okay. Now we're in that situation. The boss wants to talk to my direct directly. Sorry. And he's made it clear. Right. So I can't give up now. I still want to minimize the impact. So what do, what do I do? You just ask to sit in. So when the boss says, no, I want to do it, we'll say, look, okay, good. Tell me what you want, want to know about him, and I'll help him get ready. Because look, boss, no offense. I know him better than you. I know, him, I know you better than he knows you. Let me have a chance to help him look good in front of you. He's going to be a little bit nervous. And of course, there are people who say, I'm a pussycat. And what you do is you have a good relationship. You say, I know you are, and he doesn't. And you're, two levels ab- you're a level above me. And that's enough to be concerned. And, you know, role power matters. And so I want him to look good. So tell me what you want. And then I go talk to my direct. And one of two choices, you can ask to sit in, okay, by saying, hey, look, do you mind if I sit in? Because, because, and I'll give you the wording in just a second, because we want to be able to observe our direct working with you. Okay, so here's how it might sound. Okay, I'll be happy to. Do you mind if I sit in? I'd like to observe how he does with you. And there may be issues that come out of it that I'm going to need to manage going forward. Two factors there. I want to observe how he's doing. Not I want to bat questions away because trust me, you're not going to get to bat questions away. If your boss is asked to talk to one of your directs, he's not going to let you answer all the questions. Although I wouldn't suggest you couldn't answer some of the questions you're not going to be a defense mechanism. And the other reason is you're going to have to deal with any outcome from this. And it's far better for you to hear it firsthand rather than waiting for a, a briefing from your direct. And again, you know what the workload is on your, on your direct. So if your boss asks your direct to do something and suggests it be done in a week and you yeah. know full well, it can't be done. You can right. say, Hey, hey boss, I got, I've got her doing 
X, Y, and Z. Can we have two weeks, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. And, and you have more credibility with your boss than your direct will. Your direct will not say, I'm sorry, boss is boss. I need two weeks. Yeah, exactly. You're just yeah. not going to do it. And there's enough in the modern organization that I see today, too many bosses at all levels see themselves as normal people. <laughs> yeah, which is true, but it's not true from your direct's perspective. That's where we years ago. In fact, it was a manager, a boss, and a skip that that caused me to say, "You guys don't understand. You have signs on your forehead, and the sign says, watch out, I'm your boss. I could fire you.' And for the manager's manager, it says, watch out, I'm your boss's boss. I could fire you just by sneezing." And, and the sign gets, gets gigantic because if I sneeze, my, my head comes down real fast and my sign hits you on the head and kills you. <laughs> and so, yeah, that my third point is, you know your direct better. We're also deferential to our bosses. And again, we're going to roll over if our boss insists. And if we can't sit in, we're not going to sit in. But deference is not called for here if your boss is talking with your direct and they don't know each other. Because you're direct, as good as he might be, as good as she might be with you, they're fearful. And the relationship you work so hard to do, if your boss isn't doing one-on-ones with you, holy Toledo, your direct just doesn't know them well. Or worse, you've gotten so comfortable with your directs, the only stories you tell your directs are the bad ones about your boss. Oh, yeah. And, and, yeah. and then they're in trouble. I don't know why people don't get this. Part of your job is to defend your directs. It is. And what's funny is people complain about this all the time, but sometimes that's what fellow managers, your peer managers are doing in meetings when they say, no, we can't do that. They're protecting their directs against what is a potentially unreasonable obligation that's coming out of a meeting, for instance. So you know your direct better. You know how to communicate the message better. You know when to slip it in during the day. You know how potentially how your boss communicates and how to translate the message. You know how to massage the response that the direct might give. Imagine a high D boss with a high S skip. I'm sorry. That's just not a, you know, a forceful, dominant, take no prisoner, curses every once in a while boss with a warm, fuzzy, kind, caring, direct of years. Dude, I mean, you're, you're, you're crazy. You're, you're, you're sending a lamb to slaughter. So you, you know your direct better. Don't let your boss do it unless, unless you've gone through the step of I'll deliver the mail or shoot, I'll sit in, right? Now, there's another point. I'm, I'm sorry, I missed a point. The second thing you can do is say, sure, I'll be happy to set it up. And then without even telling your boss, you go to the meeting. Now, this yeah. is a little bit, this is a little bit Machiavellian. A little okay. bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, dude, dude, don't say it like that. This is only a little bit Machiavellian. I have strategies we can't even talk about that are a lot Machiavellian, okay? <laughs> they really? include starting false, false rumors about people. No, I'm kidding. I would never do that. The point here is, is that um, w- when you sit in, when your boss says, why are you here? He says, well, I, I didn't think it would be a problem. That's what I would say. And the boss is like, well, no, it's not a problem. Um, if the, then you put the boss in the position of having to say, I want to talk to your direct privately, yeah. which I find unlikely. most bosses are unlikely to do. You could, if you'd not prefer to say, I didn't think you'd mind, you could say, you know, I, I just thought whatever's coming out of this meeting, I'm going to have to manage for you through, through my direct. And so I thought I'd sit in, but I'll be quiet sitting over here. 
But let me tell you, you can be quiet, not interject, not defend your direct in any way, shape, or form, but you'll know exactly what the tone of every comment is. Your direct won't know some of the subtleties. You'll know it, and you'll know exactly how to have your direct do exactly what is needed and avoid all political hassles and, and uh, imperial entanglements. Yeah. And then for some of you, you, you probably you want to do it differently. You'll say something like, uh, oh, don't worry about me. I'll just sit over here in the corner and yeah, no, my, you can't. answer no, my tweets no. and you know, check yeah, Facebook. No. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> You know what, dude? You forget. You forget. People really, really respect us. And you're telling, you're making a joke, <laughs> but they're not hearing a joke. They're like, oh, I'll just sit in the corner and do my tweets. I, I need to have, um, I need to have a, a, like some kind of li- little sound or something that, that goes yeah. off when I say a joke. Yeah, I was yeah. joking, folks. Don't do yeah. that. <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> just to be clear. Yeah. And look, the next point is, and I've already alluded to it. You got, guys, you have to manage the results coming out of this meeting between your boss and you're direct. You are. And if you don't know what was said, or you're relying on what the direct's interpretation of, of some guidance from your boss, whom she doesn't know very well, you've got vulnerability there. There's a lack of clarity. And I'm, I'm always talking about not being detail oriented. I don't really care about details. I'm willing to employ people to help me with my details, but oh my gosh, I'm very interested in in the subtleties and details of when my boss talks to my directs. Absolutely. Since you have to manage the results, you're going to be a lot more efficient and effective if you know what was actually said to whom and by whom. Yeah. Do you, do you think it's a surprise to some folks that they're going to have to manage the results of something that their boss gave to their direct? You know, maybe I've been doing this job so long, I don't know whether or not they'd be, would they be surprised Oh, I think there's some. I don't know what the percentage is. I don't know if it's more than 50%. There are some people who would be surprised. Oh, if my direct, if the boss is giving directly to my direct, then I'm assuming my direct will talk directly to my boss. Oh, right. my gosh. And no. you don't have a, and, and you the manager. Yeah, I don't have sure. a, I don't have a, but you do. I don't have a you dog in the fight. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah Your resp- commander is responsible for everything her, her unit does or fails to do. And that direct of yours is in your unit. So if he doesn't do something your boss is asking him to do, it's double trouble. It's not just organizational trouble. It's boss, direct boss trouble. Firsthand, the boss knows there's no miscommunication here. I told her exactly what I wanted done, and she didn't do it. Right? Yeah. So, if, so if that's true, then just to, to restate what you said, it's to your benefit to understand exactly what the boss said and what yep. the boss wants. Because, you're, frankly, your direct may not know enough, know enough or have a good enough relationship with the boss. We talked about that. To be able to interpret what your boss said appropriately, you yep. may, in fact— go off and do something that they think meets the requirements set out by your boss and be absolutely 100% wrong. And, yep. and, and you're better able to, to interpret your boss's directions. And the other way is, is the same thing applies, right? You, you know your direct better and you can keep your, your direct out of trouble from committing to, yes. to, to wrong actions or suggesting something that's not true or any one of yes. a number of things. Now, let's go one step further. And I alluded to the cast already about what to do if your boss skips you. Suppose you ask to be in the meeting. You, you, you say, I got it. And the boss says, no. You ask to be in the meeting. And then the boss says, no. Or you don't even ask. And you're in the meeting. And the boss says, get out of here. I don't need you here. Now, you might say, well, if I'm going to have to manage the results coming out of it, what should I do? Mm-hmm. Well, what you do is follow the guidance that we gave you in the cast. Is what do you do if your boss skips you? You go talk to your direct. And if your direct tells you, my, the boss told me to do X. You guys have to put in place, you, you have to click into gear your judgment genes and say, do I believe the boss would ask that? 
And if you have any doubt at all, your next call is the boss and say, hey, listen, boss, or email or whatever your culture represents or wherever your boss's natural communication style suggests would be best for her. You would say to him, hey, listen, boss, no offense, but I just talked to, to, to Robert here and Robert said you want him to do this. That doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't sound like you. And 80% of the time, you're going to be right the direct misinterpreted, the boss is going to say, oh, God, glad you caught that. You're right. I could see how he would have gotten it wrong if, if the manager's good, if your boss is good, if he's not, he's going to say, I can't believe you didn't get it. It was so obvious. I, you know, I, an idiot would have gotten that. But anyway, what I needed him to do is this and not that. And you go, okay, I got it. And the next time your boss asks to see one of your directs mm-hmm. and you say, I'll carry the water, or you say, can I sit in? Guess what your boss is going to say? Yeah, no problem. And if they forget, you say, remember that last time when my direct didn't understand? I mean, he just doesn't know you as well as I know you. He didn't, you don't know him. He doesn't know you. I know you both. Let me sit in. I'll just sit in and I'll deconflict. And that way, when we leave the meeting, when you're direct, I'll ask my direct, what do you think the boss wants you to do? And he says X, Y, and Z. I'll go, no, he wants A, B, and Z, not X, Y, and Z. Right? And the boss will be, yeah, yeah, you're right. Good. Sit in. No problem. Something else, too. You directors who have managers reporting to you, and you think you're saving time by telling your manager, send your direct to talk to me, and I don't want you in the room, you're smoking crack. Don't put your your, your skips in that position. Uh, oh, there are rare exceptions, but don't put them in that position. And give your managers the benefit of the doubt and say, hey, look, Bob, I want I want Jane, your direct, to come, work, to, to, to come talk to me, but I need you there, too, just in case, because she doesn't know me that well. I don't want to scare her. Because yeah. you're again, you're going to have to manage the results. And our fifth point, nobody ever communicates what was said completely or effectively. I mean, literally, it's like a game of telephone with people who are very different. A direct of yours and your boss. It's the skip level disaster, right? Oh, I'm, I was certain he said X. No, he said Y. No, of course not. He said Z. And it's not that people aren't smart. The big problem in communication is how bosses define the scope of a problem. And the higher you get, the more organizational problems sound. And the lower you get, the more individual problems sound. And people have trouble uh, translating general guidance, particularly from high D bosses. If, you're, if your boss is a high D and your skip is not a high D, they're going to struggle with that high level guidance. Um, and you'll be the best person in the world to make the transition translation. I made this exact mistake once. <laughs> okay. I had a conversation with Skip about a particular problem. Yeah. And I wanted some action taken against it. And I saw, and I frankly thought I communicated pretty clearly what the constraints were. And like something like $25,000, right? And I came back and the boss, their boss was not in the room. And his name is Mark. You know Mark. Yeah. Was not in the room. And I come back a month later and Mark comes to report to me about the progress on the the task I'd set them to. The thing. He says, and we're a quarter million dollars into it. It's a quarter million dollars. What are you, are you crazy? (laughs) So there you go. There you go. All right. So not good. Yeah. And and, and you could say to yourself, I don't want the, the entanglement of one of my directs. Or you could say the outcome of this meeting will inevitably be better inevitably be better if all of the people involved in the marching going forward are in the room when the orders are given. Yeah. That's been my experience over and over. Are there exceptions to this? Yes. But for 90% of you, 90% of the time, this is the way. Okay. One more thing. 
a lot of managers appropriately say, and I love this pushback, Mark, I'm, I'm worried about visibility for my guys. Fair enough. I'm glad you're worried about visibility for your guys. There's only one thing that trumps visibility for your guys. More visibility is better, unless it's bad, bad visibility. visibility. <laughs> you know what's coming, right? Say that. Yeah, so sorry, guys. So it's fine. You want your direct to get visibility to the guy who may be on the promotion board, but not if he's going to mess it up going forward. And if you're in the room, there'll be visibility with your direct if you're sitting in. And if you deliver the message and then go to the follow-up meeting, your direct still gets visibility, but you've had a chance to prepare him for the meeting with your boss, who's a very tough lady and tends to ask very direct questions, and your direct may not be ready for that. And the first or second meeting between your boss and your direct, your, in other words, your boss's skip, if the meeting is tough, you can manage that after the fact and help them get a lot better the second and third time. Whereas if you send your skip to a meeting with your boss and you think visibility is good, if you send, I'm sorry, you're direct with his, his skip boss, if you send that in there and the meeting goes poorly, the next meeting, they're just going to be scared. And that's not good visibility. Oh, or they come out of the meeting, your direct thinks it went swimmingly well. Oh, and, and, God, and your yeah. boss says, like, what a disaster. Didn't even think about that. Yeah, what a disaster. Now, that's even worse, right? Where and you have it's no one thing if the direct to, doesn't, to, to direct knows. Direct. Right, exactly. Yeah, you have no behaviors at all. And when, you're bo- when you go to your boss and say, look, I'm sorry it didn't turn out well. It's good to know. Can you tell me? I just, you know, I just don't like that guy. Well, any, any specifics, right? And we, we, we just did a cast, I think, in the last six months about, about vague feedback, right? Where you try to get some more information. Doesn't apply to this situation. It does apply to this situation. You'd have to modify the wording slightly, but it's tough. I mean, particularly in some bosses, they meet a skip and they don't like him and they're like, yeah, okay, they're not good enough, right? Yeah. The standard for skips is they better be good every single time and then I'll start to consider them for a bigger job. Yeah. They don't get many opportunities. So, as, yeah. as their boss, yeah. you better make it sure every yeah. opportunity is a good one. Exactly. And, and you know what? It's worth pitching. It's worth standing up on your hind legs and saying, no, I'll, I'll deliver that water, boss. I got it. Boss, just tell me what you want. I'll deliver it. No, no, I'd rather see you directly. Okay. Well, if you don't mind, I'll sit in because I'm going to have to manage the outcome anyway. And then if the boss doesn't specifically tell, them, tell you no, you go. So always tell your boss you'll have the conversation. Sit in if you're overruled. You know your direct better. You're going to have to manage results. You got to be careful about them. You'll never be, you'll never be told what was actually said in the meeting, but you'll still have to manage the results and you will know you have dropped the ball. That's how I first learned about this. I dropped this ball and it was obvious to me mm-hmm. and it took me two or three years to hear the right solution. Don't worry about reducing visibility. Worry about creating visibility that doesn't put your direct in a good light. There you go. You got to know what was said to manage the aftermath, and you don't want to expose, expose your direct to your boss directly without help if there's a chance it's going to turn out bad. You just don't. And that's it. All right, my friend. Appreciate it. Thanks, partner. You bet. Thanks, man. Bye. Thanks, everyone. That's it. We'll see you next week. Have a great one. So long. <laughs>